Hey everyone, I'm Ashes. And I'm Will. And, and this, this is, is Ashes, Ashes and Will Do Disney. Each week, one of us will tell the other the history, facts, and stories behind the rides and attractions of Disney that have made special memories for generations. Keep in mind that Ashes and Will Do Disney is not affiliated with or employed by the Walt Disney Company, and our views and opinions do not reflect theirs. Now it's time to sit back, relax, and put on your ears, because it's time for Ashes and Will Do Disney. Hello, everybody. I'm back again for another installment of the mini episode. Hopefully you've been enjoying these in the interim while we get ready to get back in full steam ahead this summer. And I hope you all been doing well this week. I recently am still on a big Marvel kick since my trip to Disneyland and Disney California Adventure and playing a bunch at Avengers Campus. So I actually just recently finished up Daredevil Season 3 on Disney+, and am now working on the second season of Jessica Jones, because they're on there now. And I actually won't waste too much time, because that actually leads us right into our topic. So if you're a subscriber to the Disney Plus streaming service, then very recently you went to your profile, and you were prompted to update your profile settings and to add a pin. Across the Disney Facebook groups that I'm in, I saw mass confusion over the new feature. I mean, I knew why it was there, and it still threw me off when I saw it. Several weeks prior, it had been announced that all of the Marvel shows were being pulled from Netflix, meaning Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Iron Fist, The Punisher, and The Defenders. They were all leaving the platform where they started. This led to speculation as to where they would land. Many people assumed Hulu was going to be the new home since it was rated TVMA. However, Disney took the plunge and added mature content to the Disney Plus banner. So why did Disney decide to add these shows to what was thought to be the family-friendly streaming service? To begin, Disney Plus already had mature content on its platform. Just not in the United States. Disney decided that they had to expand its reach with their streaming platform and appeal to more than one audience. While we all know that even if I didn't have children, I would have Disney+. Plus. It was well documented previously that I have no problem watching the family-friendly material on my own when I got all but one question right about Disney Channel shows. However, not all households are like mine, and many without children may not see the same appeal on an exclusively family-friendly streaming service. The president of Disney Streaming, Michael Paul, stated, Disney Plus has served as a home for some of the most beloved brands in the industry, and the addition of these live-action shows brings more from the Marvel brand together, all in one place. He continued, We have experienced great success with an expanded content offering on Disney Plus across our global markets and are excited to continue that here in the U.S. What does the addition of these shows mean for the future of the streaming service? First off, let's talk about the new parental controls added to the service. All users had to change their settings the day the shows were added. You can add a pin to make it harder for little ones to get in and find these shows that they don't necessarily need to be seeing. From there, users had to update the content setting on their profiles. I had actually missed this step and was still set at a TV14 setting. And I had started watching Daredevil Season 3 when it was still on Netflix. 
I had put off watching some of these shows because I have the unpopular opinion that it was hard to get through the first two seasons of Daredevil. And I haven't watched the other seasons beyond the first of the other Marvel shows either. But I digress. I went to go pick up Daredevil where I left off on Netflix and I couldn't find it. I was a little irritated because I had made a pin for the mature content and didn't think there was any possible way for Disney to know that I'm not actually very mature. I went back to my profile settings and had to click the box saying that mature content was okay. So there are strong measures to keep the kiddos unscarred. Granted, this goes without saying that technology can only do so much, and you should probably still make sure your kids are all set yourself. With the addition of these Marvel shows that are much more violent than any of the movies or the newer Marvel shows, this begs the question of whether or not Disney will add rated R movies to its platform. This isn't out of the realm of possibilities. Disney not only owns rated R content with its purchase of Fox, but they also made rated R movies under the Touchstone banner since 1986. Some of these movies include Down and Out in Beverly Hills, Stakeout, Good Morning Vietnam, Pretty Woman, Deuce Bigelow, Male Gigolo, and Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Ash has actually just recently bought that movie for nostalgia's sake. It's great, so I thought she would appreciate that one in there. Speculation for the addition of rated R movies really ramped up after the purchase of Fox since Deadpool was part of this acquisition. Many worried that Deadpool 3 would end up with a PG-13 rating whenever it got made. While Bob Iger was still CEO, he did state that he believed Deadpool could be the opportunity for an R-rated brand in the MCU. Kevin Feige, the president of Marvel Studios, has stated that Deadpool 3 will have an R rating, and, since all Marvel movies go to Disney+, that almost seemed to confirm that R-rated movies would eventually be on the streaming service. It has also been reported that Bob Iger wanted to keep Disney Plus a family-friendly streaming service, and that current CEO Bob Chapek is the one who wanted to dip their toes into the mature content. Living up to his belief that Disney Plus should reach all audiences. While Disney Plus has a wealth of family friendly intellectual property, they were missing the target audience that Netflix, Hulu, and HBO Max can hit with more mature content. As a result, Disney Plus could not expand. The goal is now for Disney Plus to be a general entertainment platform and not one geared towards a single audience, that being the family friendly audience. As we know, Bob Chapek is not the most popular CEO among the Disney faithful. As I've discussed in the past, it is rumored that Bob Chapek is a numbers and data kind of guy. Supposedly, there are more concerns on the inside that Chapek, only looking at the numbers on the streaming service, are going to hinder his decisions to correctly execute methods to expand. The Parents Television and Media Council publicly stated that they did not approve of the decision to add the Marvel shows as it could be considered off-brand. It is also believed that Disney doesn't need to compete with other streaming services by adding mature content, and that being the safest streaming service for families is already enough of a competitive edge. In addition to the Netflix Marvel shows hitting Disney+, Disney has also advertised that future programming will be more edgy. Most recently, Moon Knight has come out, following Oscar Isaac as gift shop employee Stephen Grant, who has disassociative identity disorder, and he is also Mark Spector, 
the avatar for Egyptian god Khonshu. This show was pushed as darker and more violent, and Disney Plus didn't tell them that they had to hold back. However, this tonal shift is not expanding across the entire company. It was reported by Lucasfilm's president that the upcoming Kenobi series was too dark for audiences, and production had halted it to tone it down. Granted, there's some conflicting reports there. Some are saying that production was halted just due to creative differences, but the Lucasfilm's president maintains it was because they were reworking the theme of the show to be a little bit more friendly towards families. So what are my thoughts on the mature content coming to Disney Plus? Did I expect that to happen? I certainly did not. I figured that any mature content that Disney had rights to would end up on Hulu, since Disney is a primary stakeholder in Hulu, and you can even get Hulu as part of the bundle when buying Disney+. Plus. I thought the Marvel shows would actually just stay on Netflix because they were Netflix originals. However, while I didn't expect Disney Plus to be the platform for more mature content, I also don't necessarily think it's a bad thing. 1. The parental controls are in place. This is no different than Netflix letting you set up a kid's profile. If an adult doesn't want to even see these titles advertised in their profile, all they have to do is not check off the mature content box in their profile settings. Also, make sure that that pin is set to make it much harder for the younger ones to find it. Essentially, you can very easily keep your Disney Plus profile family-friendly. Even though I would have Disney Plus if they weren't going to add mature content, I like the idea of expanding to a wider audience. Michael Eisner even tried to do that with the Alien Encounters ride. Walt Disney himself has even said that you have to market Disney to adults too, otherwise it won't succeed. My third point, and here's a little bit of a spoiler, so if you haven't seen the Hawkeye series or Spider-Man No Way Home, then you may want to stop listening if you haven't heard some of the big spoilers in these movies and shows. Bringing the Marvel shows from Netflix to Disney Plus makes sense with what we got in Hawkeye and No Way Home. In Hawkeye, we got Kingpin, played by Vincent D'Onofrio, and he has confirmed that it's not just him as the same actor playing a different version of the character. The Kingpin in Hawkeye is the Kingpin from Daredevil. We also got Charlie Cox as Matt Murdock, also known as Daredevil, in No Way Home, and this has seemingly made these shows canon in the MCU. As I mentioned, I haven't really watched beyond the first seasons of the Marvel shows from Netflix except for Daredevil, which I did just finish up, and I have started the second season of Jessica Jones. And while I struggled initially to watch these shows beyond their first seasons, there seems to be a little extra magic now that it's on Disney+. Or it could be due to the fact that I had a lot of fun at the Avengers campus at Disney California Adventure, and I'm on a Marvel kick right now, which just happened to coincide with these shows arriving on Disney+. I leave you with a quote from Marshall Erickson to sum up the current content and the potential for future content. As we mature, the relationship matures with us. That's it for this week's episode of Ashes and Will Do Disney. 
Don't forget we need your mouse tails. If you have a funny, weird, exciting, or just a favorite Disney memory, send it to ashesandwilldodisney at gmail.com so we can read them on the show. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ashes and Will Do Disney. This is a public group to follow. We're also on YouTube at Ashes and Will Do Disney. Please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thank you so much for listening and have a magical day.